Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? Starting to get scared. Starting to get scared. That's right. Jonathan Cold are back in town. It's Black Dawn, uh, the sequel to The Foreigner. Much like a, another famous JC, Jonathan Cold has returned. Uh, Dylan, how'd you feel about seeing our good friend J? Oh, also, this is Steven Destroy. We're watching <laughs> every Steven Seagal movie, so you don't have to. I'm James. I'm Dylan. And uh, Dylan, how'd you feel seeing our good friend JC back on the big screen? It was just like a warm embrace, man. I, I felt it felt nice to see Jonathan Cold uh, back on the big screen. Um, you know, I think that this was a this was such a great follow up to The Foreigner, which is obviously a movie that we loved quite a bit. And uh, yeah, I mean, how did you feel? How did, what did Black Dawn do for you, man? Well. Uh, you know, I, 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 uh, well, I am, uh, look, here's something that I wanted to say really quickly before yeah. we, before we get into it. This is a movie from 2005. Um, uh, and I, I just want you, Dilla Jones, to think about this. The Foreigner came out two years before this movie. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a lifetime but only two years have passed. Um, it's, I mean, it's like, to say that it's better than The Foreigner isn't saying very much. Right. But it is, like, light years above The Foreigner. S- significantly better than The Foreigner. I mean, it makes uh, sense. Yeah. A big, yes. a big one right there. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, of all the things you can say about The Foreigner, chief among them is it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I actually felt like this made more sense than any of the movies we've seen in a very long time. Yeah, actually. I, like, didn't know if I was just, like, finally paying attention or if this movie, like, actually made some fucking sense for once. <laughs> no, I think I think it was, it was very easy to follow. I actually went into it. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to try and follow this one. I'm just going to, like, go along for the ride. I'm going to let it take me, like, uh, like, the end of 2001. Or like yeah. Mulholland Drive, or uh, Cats, or Cats, you know, the big three, the big three. Just gonna let it sweep me away, and I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna try and figure it out. But it turned out to just be very simple and easy to follow. Um, I, I will say that aside from one very weird moment, it definitely feels like a script they decided to shove Jonathan Cold into. Yeah, which is an odd move. Considering I, I don't think there were the fans were clamoring to to bring back JC, but he's back anyway, like it or not. And um, 
you know, to to say something that we say every week. It's fine. Yeah. Well, not not every week. We don't say yeah, that every yeah, week. That's not true. I was trying to think, like, what other weeks have we have we said that? We say it a good amount, though. I mean, I think we said it last. No, probably not last week. Today you die sucked shit. Yeah. Um, but this is like I would say submerged tier. Yep. Um, maybe not so much at the end, and we will get into it. But, um, you know what? We will get into it. Dylan, do you want to do a real quick uh, recap of the foreigner for our listeners? <laughs> Uh, uh, under no circumstances am I going to give a, a recap of the foreigner. No, yeah. no way. Well, um, let's let's just dig into it. Let's. You got let's anything else you want to say before we uh, start the show? No, nah, man. I think uh, I think I think Black Dawn's uh, going to be able to, to hold the show today. So I think uh, I think we can we can go into Black Dawn here. Well, we'll see. Um, we get like a, a classic because you know I've started talking about the Steven Seagal bingo card we need to make. Something that would definitely go on there is an opening sequence that is just a bunch of random montage quick cuts and freeze frames with repetitive narration, just saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, this one was pretty outlandish, uh, even by these movies' standards. I like was fucking pissed off watching this this opening sequence the amount of times i heard the phrase spare no one or we die slaves um i i truly it's it's like it's a staggering it's breathtaking how many times it's said during this this opening sequence yeah it's uh makes you makes you feel like you're being punished mm-hmm. um and and the whole opening credits are very weird because it like we get it, it's like a two like it's like two different things that they're doing during the opening credits you get the first one where it's that weird repetitive voiceover and then the music like fades out very dramatically just on the line producer and then it's just like oh we've we still got more credits yeah and they just uh keep going keep making more um i I, the beginning ultimately like a lot of these movies isn't super relevant um there's that there are people that we learn are Chechenian rebels and uh they steal like a briefcase you never know what's in the briefcase right um uh, is it not like the well right cuz they don't have the plutonium right like their whole thing is that they No that's like what the, the little mousy guy has yeah. the plutonium right so yeah um i i'm not sure yeah i don't yeah, know well, i don't know if i remember what's in that briefcase or if they ever told us well yeah, we're so we we pick up immediately where the foreigner left off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> things no, not I, making sense. Things not making sense. Yeah, I mean, every time it talks about stuff that happened in the foreigner, it, it's tough because I did not know if that did happen in the foreigner, even though, and it may it may have just not meshed with my interpretation. Yeah, of the foreigner, um, but they're talking. But right now, Stephen is like on the surface he's just like a freelancer just doing whatever uh you know odd special ops jobs you need done he's uh breaking this dude out of prison he's got a fun little team um there's bald thomas the graphic design expert (laughs) yeah love bald thomas i loved bald thomas i i wish he came back uh and then there's also um lady right well, she's Bob, Th- Bob Thomas does come back. 
Bob Thomas comes back? And so does Lady. What? Don't they come back at the very end of the movie? And Steven's like, you guys are my team. Dylan, I have no <laughs> idea what you are talking about. At the, I think towards the very end of the movie, they do come back for a second. At the, the hotel? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what they do. I just remember like Steven this... meets, meets up with them on the like on the street beforehand and i remember this, bald thomas being there this in this interaction sounds familiar but because i had completely forgotten about bald thomas and lady until right now when i've read <laughs> yeah. my notes um i i didn't put that together i don't okay i just I, you know once you get to like the last 20 minutes if even mm-hmm. of this movie it's you know random people showing up i'm just like yeah whatever just yep <laughs> Just get me out of here. Yeah. Um, but Bald Thomas puts Steven's picture over another guy's picture on the computer so he can get into the prison, uh, posing as a doctor. Yep. And he uh, he's breaking this dude out of prison. And the way he does it is... <laughs> the thing that confused me is Steven goes into this, I guess, operating room. And the guy that he's trying to break out is, like, strapped to the table, yeah, screaming about how he has rights and the Geneva Convention exists, making it seem like this man's prepared to get, like, tortured. Yeah. But, like, what under what guise was Stephen coming? Like, what, why, why did they expect Stephen as a doctor to show up in the first place? He injects the dude with some mysterious serum yeah. uh, that ultimately is supposed to induce a seizure. Yeah. Which it does. It does. The whole, I mean, obviously the whole thing's weird. Um, you get the, the really, the really goofy guy in the, in the little operating room after Steven and Jackson, he's just like, Jesus doc, you sure you got the right vein? <laughs> yeah. And, um, uh, Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was. I I do really, I I do really enjoy this this opening sequence here with with Doctor Stephen, um, especially once they they get get to the ambulance because again, there's this really uh, there's like this really like uncomfortable um, just like forced sequence where like Stephen's like, all right, we're gonna have to move him to another hospital, and they're just yeah. like, why? <laughs> under whose authority and steven's like mine and clearly since steven's not a real doctor none of them have met him before today um so i I don't know why they were so cool to just go along with steven's authority or whatever but and and there isn't like anything established about why this man is strapped to this hospital bed and a doctor had to come in from wherever anyway like there's no the, the man is not sick he only gets sick no. after Steven mysteriously injects him with something and isn't even shy about it. This dude is like, hey, you sure you got the right vein? And Steven's response, which I did have to rewind a couple times to fully understand, was, no vein there, so I am. <laughs> and then the guy, the, the like orderly's response is just, scary shit. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, he... <sighs> And then later when he goes with them as they leave in the ambulance, he's just like, wait a minute, you're not a doctor. Yeah, which is my favorite part because there's no reason for him to think that. Um, Because... That Steven's not a doctor? Yeah, besides Steven, like, being terrible at being a doctor, but, like... Yeah. Like, they're just in the ambulance, and Steven's, like, putting the fucking, like, oxygen mask on the dude. 
and then Steven's like, stop the car. And the guy looks at him, he's like, why does Steven want to stop the car? And he's like, stop the vehicle. Wait a second, you're not a doctor. And then he... <laughs> And then, um, what is, is Steven just like, does he try to shoot Steven? I don't even remember what happens there. No, Steven just like he hits just him in the head him. and yeah. throws him out of the ambulance. Throws him out the back of the ambulance, right. Uh, and then, yeah. and then the, the ambulance doesn't stop either, if I, if I remember correctly. No, they, they do not stop the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep going. There's, there's absolutely no, um, and like indication of why they needed to stop the ambulance. And then it does not stop. Um, unless they stop it so he can throw the man out. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Steven's like, stop this. Let me throw this dude out. We'll keep going. Um, Of course, it turns out that this dude, he's breaking out. His, the guy, the prisoner's brother hired Steven to, to break him out. Uh, The prisoner, Michael Donovan, that's the um, character's name played by somebody named Julian Stone. A British man, a very audibly British man. Yeah. And then his brother, James Donovan, played by notably Australian sounding John Piper Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty good bit. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I feel like this has happened a lot. Specifically, these movies will start with Stephen like going undercover or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like, wasn't there one that we watched like pretty recently? where steven's like starting out undercover um probably yeah who knows <laughs> like i am barely remember I, which ones i can't remember which one we watched like two weeks ago i can barely remember last week's today you die i'm like i was really struggling because i think that might start with steven being undercover but yeah. i'm not sure i'm certainly not sure um but like like fire down below yeah. has Steven going undercover. Yep. Ostensibly, but then of course the movie really never does anything with it. Yeah. But here the first like 30 minutes of this movie, I'm kind of into. I mean, it's like yeah, Steven's like legit undercover. Yeah, like there's um and it's not done super well, but there's like the implication of tension with um James Donovan suspecting Stephen from the start and Stephen having to kind of like, you know, and part of it also is that the audience, I guess, doesn't totally know Stephen's undercover. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, I, I did like, well, I mean, we know Jonathan cold. Yeah. Well, we know Jonathan cold. We know that he's not going to be actually like helping these dudes buy a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I mean, I, because of course later it's revealed that he still works for the cia um which i'm not convinced is what the foreigner is even about yeah or no that's that's because they say in this movie what a foreigner is that he's like an agent that's gone rogue they do it they do explicitly refer to him as the uh, as a foreigner in this movie which i don't know if they do in the foreigner but i'm 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 sure they probably do yeah i feel like Um, i remember them doing that in the foreigner but uh, like obviously he's not gonna be helping them like actually buy and sell a nuclear weapon, so I'm just waiting for him to like try and stop them. But there's still like um, again, it's not like a good movie, so it's not literally like I'm tense watching it. But there's like the the illusion of tension in there with some of this stuff, mm-hmm. and then of course the first time there's like ever. Um, 
I guess, like, the chance for literal tension, which is when this CIA agent gets caught uh, and Steven is faced with the the choice of if he's going to blow his cover and try and rescue her, like, what he's going to do. Yeah. And, like, happens so often, this movie tricked me. Yeah. (laughs) And I really was like, hmm, how's Steven going to get out of this one? And, of course, the answer is he's going to blow his cover. (laughs) And kill everybody. Kill everybody, but I was really like, "How's Steven gonna get out of this one? You know, how's he gonna save this woman but keep his cover?" And of course, he just doesn't because that would have required like way more intelligent writing or somebody like actually trying to think. But yeah, or somebody like wanting to work with Steven Seagal and and thereby like making a good movie around him. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, well, we're gonna no, we're gonna jump ahead really quickly. Yeah, we're gonna jump ahead really quickly to some IMDb trivia. Oh. Um. Jumping because I don't. <laughs> well, just I just um, wanted to say this earlier on, but I forgot. So, obviously, take it with a grain of salt. But supposedly, it's infamous for Steven Seagal not being involved in any of the fight scenes due to leaving the film 18 days into a 30-day shoot. Uh, and the stunt doubling in this one is extremely obvious. Um, not only is the stunt doubling scenes. obvious, but in the weird warehouse like fight, a couple times I, it looked to me like they like CGI'd Steven into that warehouse. Yeah, and they they very well may have. Um, of course, I can't remember off the top of my head, but but yeah, I mean there's there's a, a good there's a lot of egregious CGI in here, yeah. um, like really bad, like out for a kill, bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's Black Dawn. It's yeah. Steven Seagal. There's no way around it. It's Black Dawn. It's Black Dawn. It's Steven Seagal. Um, we, uh, so, hold on. Uh, we, we jumped around a little bit, so now I'm confused. Um, there's a really good scene where she, she being the CIA agent, is, like, taking pictures of... Steven, because he's brought the the Michael Donovan guy back to yep. his his lair, yeah. where his brother is, and uh, she's like taking pictures, and she's she says the actual quote is, "Jesus Christ, it's Jonathan Cold." Yep, uh, and she's like, "He taught me everything I know." Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's something, and this also would go on our Steven Seagal bingo card where she's a female government agent who just knows in her heart that Steven's a good dude. And even though everything looks like he's doing bad stuff, she knows in her heart, like, no, he's, he's a good guy. He wouldn't do this. That's not Jonathan cold. No. Yeah. That's not, that's not the, the Jonathan cold. I know. Yeah. Um, so part, so, so the one part that really like, Aside from when they say his name, Jonathan Cold, uh-huh. the only part that really strongly like ties into the foreigner is the literal scene from the foreigner. And did you take note of like the context they put around this flashback? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know if I remember this flashback. I mean, I'm sure I do once, <laughs> once you describe it to me, but for some reason I have no memory of a flashback to the foreigner. Yeah, there's a literal scene from the foreigner in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I have absolutely no memory of that, but I believe you. I believe Now who didn't pay there. attention? Well, you know, we, we alternate weeks. 
That was me sipping my tea. I was, uh, I believe you, but yeah, no, um, yeah. What I guess this is, this is when they're like in the, uh, where it's like the lady in the, in her like hideout with the, with her, like her partner, her partner. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's filling us in on Jonathan cold and his, his past, his shady past. Mm-hmm. And she says, um, rumor has it. He turned tables, killed six agents, then disappeared. And then it flashes back to that scene early on in The Foreigner, where they go to, go to that little old lady's house for the package, and then those dudes show up. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you have any idea what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I do remember that. I do remember them going to get the package, and then the people show up, and, and yes. Because I remember being confused about the package watching The Foreigner. And yeah, now, well, yeah, that... And I remember, I remember, yeah, yeah, it, it's coming back. <laughs> well, they but, yeah. flash back to that. And say that was the moment they thought they lost Steven. Which again, yeah, well, part of the whole thing with the foreigner is not knowing if that is what happened in the foreigner. And I just misunderstood. Um, but supposedly that's his backstory. And then he like, they think he died. He, he's faked his own death. Right. But we find out later he still works for the CIA uh, as part of like... <laughs> In some very traditional Steven Seagal ways, he explains it and and using language that makes no sense. And he talks about how he's like part of these secret columns, and there's like people above him and there's people below him, but they're all secret. And uh, they do the stuff that's like uh, considered by some to be morally or legally wrong, right? Which means Steven's just doing assassinations. Steven's yes. just doing political assassinations. Steven's just doing whatever he feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's 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 pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's the foreigner. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's the foreigner. Yeah, there's no way around it. Um, it's not. It's Black Dawn, but... Uh, yeah, that's right. It's not the foreigner. It's, it's not Dawn. the foreigner. It is Black Dawn. It is old jc back though here's here's a fun game we're gonna play oh and there's no stakes i did almost make a game um it was gonna be called jonathan cold or jonathan davis um <laughs> yeah no wait I, <laughs> I did really well at the at the last corn themed game yeah um it was gonna be very similar to a game we already played though called uh foreigner or the foreigner right and uh i i decided and it was also very similar to the last quarantine game we played as well. <laughs> yeah. So I had to uh, I had to scrap it. Yeah, fair enough. But um, here's here's a fun game that we're gonna play. Okay. No stakes, so it's Great. it's all in good fun. Yeah. I want you to name every Steven Seagal character name that you can off the top of your head, and there's at least one that you should be able to get first and last, and then a couple first. Uh, I think. Okay. And it's uh, more points, obviously, for first and last, but you'll get some if you just remember one. Okay. I remember Mason Storm. Okay. I forgot about Mason Storm. That's hard to kill, right? I think so, yeah. Um, Okay. Jonathan Cold, of course. Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Is he Casey... Ryback is that his name in Under Siege? Yeah, I think it's Ryback. Ryback. Or Ryback. It's I don't know, but yeah, basically you got it. Yeah, you got Under Siege. Under Siege Two. Um. 
Can I remember any of Steven's other names? He is Steven Seagal in My Giant. <laughs> okay, I yeah, all right. <laughs> kind of like saying Jonathan Cold, but all right. Well, there's there's one first and last that I still have, and then there's a first name that I can I can do for you. Okay. Um, because I do I do feel like there's one other like really good one that I'm missing. There's a pretty good one. Yeah. And then there's a classic. You're missing a classic. Oh. Uh oh, uh, uh Nico. Uh Yeah, that's 100% what I was talking about. Yeah, above the law is Nico. Uh I can't yeah. remember his last name, but uh, I don't either. I definitely remember Nico. For some reason I can't remember his out for justice name. I also can't, and I was about to look it up, but then I decided I would wait and see if we could guess it, but I'm a little worried about guessing it because I think that we would just be <laughs> Just throwing out some stereotypical Italian names. <laughs> yeah. Because um, obviously... Yeah, he's, he's, he's obviously Mario. Not, yeah. Luigi. Luigi. Yeah. Bowser. <laughs> yep. My favorite Italian name, Bowser. Yeah. Um, Kirby. I, he is... Because uh, I, I, of course, I remember Richie Madonna, but I can't remember Steven's name in that one. Um, I have no idea. I'll look it up in a minute. Do you want me to just say the one that I'm... Like, yeah, what's the big one? Yeah. On Deadly Ground, I'll say that first. Do you remember On Deadly Ground? I don't. I really don't. Forrest Taft. Forrest Taft. A great name. It is a good one. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Oh, Gino. Gino. That, that's out for justice. Yep, it sure is. Gino. Gino. Oh, my God. Uh, I Wow. Did we talk about this on the out for justice episode according to wikipedia his full character name is detective gino felino we didn't talk about that um but that is pretty good yeah it's my favorite comedy bang bang character yeah gino felino detective gino felino (laughs) jesus yeah wow um they just don't make them like out for justice anymore they just don't make them like out for justice anymore um I was thinking about it earlier, uh, particularly with the doctor stuff. Yeah. What are you thinking about the Patriot? Because we have gone pretty solidly down that direct to DVD rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what do you, what are you thinking in hindsight about the Patriot? I still think the Patriot is one of the better direct to DVD movies. That's not saying a lot. No, um, it's not but I'm 100% with you. I think very fondly <laughs> of the Patriot in yeah. hindsight. I think, that's, I, I think that that was the position I took on the Patriot that week. Was that like, I, th- I, I think that I was like, you know, I'm a little bit of a Patriot apologist here. Um, no, I, I feel like that, if I recall, we were like, uh, if they're all the Patriots, it'll be boring. Yep. But it'll be okay. And then unfortunately... They were all the Glimmer Man. <laughs> yeah. There, and there was a lot of Glimmer Man and, and very little ticker. Um, I would I, I would argue no tickers. Yeah, you, you can't. Ticker's Submerged, another one that you can't really do twice. Submerge definitely comes closest. It comes close. Um, but Black Dawn. Right. Let's, let's talk about what we're here for, what everybody's tuned in. Hey, before we do that, which is the one where he's uh, where he flies the airplane and says he's crazy? Oh, that's out for oh, out for a kill is pretty ticker core. Yeah, out for a kill is pretty wild. Yeah, out for a kill is a good one. Yeah. Um. Hey, 
Black hey, Dawn. Yeah, Black Dawn. What was your What was your favorite part of Black Dawn? Let's My- let's let's get a little non-linear here. You know, we're gonna get a little uh, little Pulp Fiction. You know, right? Yeah, yeah we're gonna th- we're gonna yeah, you, you know you ever hear this Pulp Fiction? I've heard of it. I've never you ever hear this. I've uh, you hear no. about this. I re- I refuse to watch any movie that doesn't have Steven Seagal in it. Yeah, that's that's the thing that we don't talk about a lot is that as part of this um, self-imposed, uh, I don't even I don't know what you call curse. it, curse. Yeah, this curse that we put upon ourselves. Not only are we watching every Steven Seagal movie one a week, but it's uh, the only movies we're allowed to watch. Yeah, my favorite part of this. Movie... Well, wouldn't it be crazy though? Okay, if there was like um, a a Pulp Fiction. <laughs> You've heard of fiction. Yeah. What my new movie supposes to you, uh-huh. what if it was pulpy? What Here's, if you had a little pulp in there? Well, if you just, you know, orange juice has pulp. Orange juice got pulp. Uh, you here's, know. Here's something. Here's something I'll propose. Yeah. What if you replaced John Travolta with Steven Seagal? Okay. In Pulp Fiction. Now, I... And instead what, of that, instead of the dance that John Travolta does with Uma Thurman, oh, because Stephen would never dance. No, it's that dance that Stephen does in that one gif of him. <laughs> I, I, I do not know what you were talking about. It's the one where da- where he's he's flailing his arms around, and there's like a a lady like dancing in a dress. You've never seen that gif? He's just like out in like a fucking. I. Just, Oh well, that, you is he sitting it. down? No, he's standing. He's flailing around, dude. I have. I don't know if I, I don't think I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, it's big goatee, Steven, too. Like it's it's recent, Steven. I think it's like in Russia or something. I could be wrong, but um, this seems a little familiar. Yeah, it's it's like definitely it's like up there with the carrot uh, clip as being like one of the more famous Seagal clips. Well, my question is though, when is Quentin Tarantino gonna resurrect Steven Seagal's career? Not unlike uh, he did John Travolta, very yeah. temporarily. <laughs> well, I think uh, how many how many movies does this well, Tarantino claim to have left? Does this Tarantino fella? Yeah, I think like one. He's only got Maybe one two. left. Two. I, I think one or two. I think his I think his swan song will be bringing Steven Seagal back. Now, as we have said this, I do feel like maybe that is what robert rodriguez tried to do tried to do and we will of course be getting into that later mm-hmm. but um didn't work didn't <laughs> definitely didn't work um <laughs> wait so hold on based on my research i yeah. think it looks like i think tarantino's done oh is he uh, i think he's he's, he's done his it, 10 he's called it quits didn't, wasn't that the number he's always said he's doing 10 it's something like that i cannot remember yeah well i guess he's done well <laughs> damn you heard it here first guys quentin tarantino done the rare steven destroy news break exclusive <laughs> quentin tarantino is done he's he's over sis he's finished making movies he's, he's done, done. He, it's done in this town well now who's gonna who's gonna save steven who's gonna bring him back well, if Robert Rodriguez couldn't, and Quentin won't, I think it's up to who's the who's the John who's Favreau. The, like, 
Wow, that is that is a very good pull. I'm impressed. <laughs> I actually am. That's a like really good answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John's gonna bring him back, man. Wow. I'm like actually impressed. Dylan. That was a really good pull. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very off. It's very rare that I uh, indicate that I actually watch anything, but that's a, but, yeah. He's gonna bring him back in um, Elf Two. He's gonna be the elf. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be the elf. He's gonna be the elf in Elf Two, or um, uh, yeah, he should have played Mufasa, but he should have been actually live action. Yeah, with all the cartoons. He should have had Werner Herzog's role in The Mandalorian. Oh, you know, yeah, or, 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 baby, baby Yoda's. Baby Yoda's role. Absolutely. Baby Yoda's role. Or, um, mm-hmm. as The Mandalorian. No, because then he's in the, he's in the hat all the time. That's true. We wouldn't he's in the big hat. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, The Mandalorian's signature big hat. He'd be like the dude who was Darth Vader. We'd never, we'd never known. See, I don't even know the dude who was Darth Vader's name. Oh, you mean like physically? Yeah, physically. I was, I know James Earl Jones' name, but the the guy, you know, you know, or like the um, guy who was Chewbacca. Yeah, or um, R two D two. Yeah, or the Terminator, or the term. Well, <laughs> my favorite what? part of Black Dawn Mm-mm. is when. <laughs> okay. No, no. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. no. What other John Favreau characters could Steven Seagal be? Um. Vince Vaughn and Swingers. Right. Um, um, uh, um, 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 uh, um, <laughs> you know, you know, here's a good, a good actual answer. Yeah. Mickey Rourke and Iron Man 2. Yes. Yeah. Now, now Mickey Rourke is entertaining in that movie. He so is. it would be a worse movie without question. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of ways, it would be a step down, obviously. But I think that that would at least make sense. It had a, a similar feel, I would yeah. say. Um, yeah. You know what? Let's 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 find a way to get Stephen into the MCU. We, um, we need we need Stephen to either be in the MCU or in the Star Wars cinematic universe now. No, I, I suppose that was always a cinematic universe, but you know, you get the point. Well, speaking of, you know, I made that post on Steven Seagal net a while ago about like, um, what superhero would you be or would Steven be? Yeah. Um, which is what made me think of it. I also made that one about how Steven Seagal was in Hubie Halloween like <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. And nobody replied to it. Like not a single person. That is kind of bizarre. It's not really bizarre. It hurts my feelings. Yeah. I I was tried so hard. <laughs> yeah. To sow some sort of um I don't know. Obviously so much of our uh, podcast is about stirring the Seagal pot. Right. If you will. <laughs> sure. But I just wanted to I wanted to get them all whipped up. I wanted to trick all these Seagal heads into watching Hubie Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I had a whole bit in mind too. Like I had it all planned out. They were gonna be like, hey, I don't think he's in this movie. And I was going to just uh, insist that I thought Ray Liotta in the movie was Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, because he gets real mad when Steven ruins his fu- mom's funeral. Um, I don't. I had the whole thing all planned out and, and not a single response. Disappointing, man. 
It's sad. Disappointing and offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what you my want... favorite part yeah. about Black okay. Dawn is. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out. Yeah. So I was watching this movie called Black Dawn. Mm-hmm. And um, Stephen uh, rolls up on this dude uh, who's a hacker. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite scene in the movie is, is Stephen and the hacker. Um, so we'll, we'll go ahead, you know, go yeah. ahead. I'm not going to interrupt. This is I, your turn. You know, Stephen, Stephen gets to this hacker's house. He's looking for some information for the, for the Billy, pe- the hacker, Billy, the hacker for these old Billy, the billman for these dudes who are uh, going to build this nuclear bomb. He needs some, he needs some hacker info. Yeah. And he the, needs some real hacktivism. And the, the, not unlike you'd find in the game Watch Dogs too. Correct. And uh, or or <laughs> or a little game called Watch Dogs One. What about Watch Dogs Legion? Mm. I I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played it. I don't know if there's any hacking in it. Yeah, probably not. I think they got rid of all the hacking because it wasn't popular. Yeah, it was too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing people. No. And so. <sighs> And so Billy, Billy's like, I thought you were dead. Because that's what everybody says to Stephen. And then Stephen goes, the devil didn't want me. And I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Who would? <laughs> um, and then Stephen says, yeah, you know, I'm... I bet Stephen Seagal smells like shit. And then Stephen says, yeah, I'm going to need you to use your tricky, dicky, spooky talent for hacking over there. Um, and I liked that Steven said tricky, dicky, spooky. Yeah, um, I liked. <laughs> I also liked that Steven said tricky, dicky, spooky. I wrote it down. Yeah, and then Steven says that, and then the guy's like, "If I don't get this done, you're gonna kill me." And then Steven says, "I don't kill people," which is a lie. Yeah, blatantly not true, Steven. And um, that's my favorite scene of Black Dawn, starring Steven Seagal. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. That there's a scene in the fourth um, Die Hard film. Um, I would, before you finish, <laughs> I am gonna say that doesn't sound a lot like Black Dawn, starring Steven Seagal. So in the film um, Live Free or Die Hard, there's a part where Bruce Willis goes. It, it's like okay. I'm ready. It is like this exact scene, very, very weirdly, like the exact scene. Bruce Willis goes to the little hacker dude's house. Um, they live for your die hard. It's Kevin Smith, weirdly enough, as Billy. But it's like the exact same scene and exact same dynamic. And uh, like to the point where I was watching this and I was like, wow, they just ripped off Live for Your Die Hard. But of course, as I know you know, Live Free or Die Hard came out after this movie. I don't sure know did. when. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I'd say, like, what, 2007? Uh, but that's it. That's my note. It's fun. It's fun, you know? That's mm-hmm. what we're here for. We're that's making cool. little observations, you know? Little, little, uh, you know, we're saying the stuff everyone's thinking. That's what we do here, man. You that's know? We we're do. just not, we're just not afraid to say it. We're real. You know? Yeah. No um, filter on this show. Yeah, no filter, no PC police. Yeah, if there's one thing we don't have on this show, it's the PC police, dude. 
I'm sick of them. I'm sick of them telling me what I can and can't say. Yeah. Uh, what I can and can't rub all over my face. Yeah. Uh, what uh, evil people I can't do podcasts about. Yeah. Uh, we're getting off track because I know that you said at the beginning of this, <laughs> you put me in a tough position when you said at the beginning of this episode that Black Dog could sustain a whole one. <laughs> You really, I you, I really felt you're like putting my feet to the fire there. Oh, well, I feel like to be fair, we really haven't put that much effort in so far. I know, but I, you, you know, I felt like you were challenging me, and I was like, oh, I'll show him. <laughs> it's the, the thing is, is it still kind of sucks shit. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I'll it tell is, you my favorite part. It is boring. I'll but tell yeah, you my give, favorite part. Give it to me. I'm ready for it. So, Stephen. Um, he, the actually all right i got two is that okay we'll see steven uh saves the cia agent because she she gets caught snooping around and so steven blows his cover to save her and in the like shoot him up that ensues the brother that's like in charge michael gets shot and then the brother james who's kind of the loose cannon brother uh starts going stupid stupid idiot (laughs) yeah i did like that a lot and i liked that quite a bit yeah that was really good i did write that one down and then um there's a car chase that ensues right after steven and the cia agent and you know what what's her name i'll give you three guesses dylan what's her name i i have (laughs) no it's um, no agent amanda stewart yeah apparently yeah so agent amanda stewart that sounds wrong I know that that's <laughs> I know that that's not true. I know that that is her name, but that sounds incorrect to me. But well, I believe you. You know, I got her from Wikipedia, so it <laughs> it could be entirely false. Yeah. Um, but they they escape by jumping out a window into a very conveniently placed dump truck just uh-huh. in the back of the dump truck. And I I know that sounds like some cinema sense bullshit. Like wow what a coincidence there happened to be a truck there like yeah obviously like what a coincidence the entire fucking movie happened right but there's there's just something about the way that it is done that just like makes it really hard to not feel stupid i know that i have seen tons of movies where people are like jumping out of windows onto the backs of dump trucks and shit um but it's like the way it it doesn't even show like Show Steven peeping out the window. Yeah. It's a little different here, too, because, like, this is in, like, a warehouse that's kind of just, like, Mm -hmm. secluded. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, like, an evil lair. It Uh, is, yeah. It's it's a warehouse, like, in the middle of nowhere, like, some abandoned industrial park. And and then, to his credit, this, this truck driver is prepared to be the getaway now, driver for Steven that is what Seagal. i was actually gonna get into um, yeah because <laughs> he gets shot he gets shot immediately yeah but th- but he does not let up nope the, the, and the thing is is he's swerving all over the fucking road he's killing all these other cars he's killing people yeah he is killing people but he is getting away yeah and i deeply respect that i think if i'm <laughs> i'm driving i'm driving my dump truck you know, I've, I've, got, I've picked up the trash from the creepy industrial park, and I'm just going, you know, I'm driving home, and I get shot in the arm. Yeah. I think my instinct would be to keep driving. 
I, I get that. But they are, like, still shooting at him. Yeah. <laughs> and this dude is, like, he he is uh, immediately just, like, driving away. There is no, like, oh, fuck. There is nothing. He's just like, oh, it's happening again. <laughs> and this man's swerving all over the road, but he does not give up. Yeah, and he's like, I knew this um, was a bad part of town. And it's, it's, it, yeah. yeah. And then they shoot him. They get him. He loses. Um, he does die. Yeah. The there's the action scene here of this car chase, particularly when they're like on the back of the car and like climbing over the truck to try and get in the front. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. One of, one of, again, Not... Black Dawn is one of the better directed DVD movies. Yeah, it's it's so hard. <laughs> you yeah. know, but but it is. I mean, it is. It's it's true. It absolutely is true. I would I would say it's better than like anything we have seen i'm looking at it now i would say it's better than anything we've seen since exit wounds yeah um which one's exit wounds is that the is that the alcatraz one no that's half past dead that's half past dead it's better than half past dead yeah Um, exit wounds is the one where he's like a cop and it was the one that like broke you you really hated exit wounds that's right for some reason I, i did really hate exit wounds it's the one where steven gets stuck in the desk right yeah um and i mean yeah none of them are good but <laughs> yeah i mean i wouldn't like better i wouldn't watch any of them on purpose after this no but you know th- this has some moments and to be fair when like the moment steven grabs uh agent amanda stewart to say or no no he grabs michael donovan to cause a distraction so amanda stewart can get away but the moment that happens we're like right back into standards. Steven Seagal direct to DVD town. Um, we're just right back in it. Everything leading up though, feels a little fresh. Yeah. Quote unquote. Um, and then from once that happens, it's, it's all downhill, but I guess, I guess this is to the movie's credit. It's like a steady slide. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't all like, fall apart at once. No, it's like, uh, like boiling a frog like until like the very end you know you don't really totally realize how shitty it has gotten yeah you're not fully aware of of it getting worse and worse um and this this action scene yeah it's fine it's like totally fine um when they're in the back of the truck the green screen sucks yeah but it's very bad and also just when they're in the truck in general (laughs) but um that's it's also fine. that's also some of the more egregious uh, Stephen stunt double stuff as well. Um, mm. when, when they jump out of the window and into the car, uh, it, it usually when you get a stunt double, they don't show you their face, um, but we do just get a, a, a dead on look at the stunt double's face as they jump out of the the window into the truck. And yeah, usually I wouldn't call too much attention to something like this, but it's just funny with Stephen. So no, it's and yeah, I mean, I I always do not want to be again like cinema sins yeah kind of bullshit yeah but like there's only so much of that like total disregard for like trying oh, yeah. that you can take totally um like it's all like it's almost just sort of rude <laughs> yeah like they they know that there's gonna be uncles picking up this movie at walmart like they know that there's gonna be people who are spending money on this, and they just they don't even try for them. 
like it's it's one thing for these movies to not be for most people yeah it's another for them to not even try and make it for the type of person it's for yeah um anyway once the car chase ends though um or maybe it's not even i think it's my maybe just right when they get in the back um there's like this moment where she's oh my god okay i'm having a tough one here because i did not put in my notes any of the context for this line yeah and i kind of don't remember any of the context either uh so dylan i'm just going to say the line and hope you can fill in the blanks for me around why she says it to steven i think i'm pretty sure she says it to steven mm-hmm. oh master of spook <laughs> um yeah i don't well I, steven steven's mad at her mm-hmm. because she blew her cover and okay uh, this does he, not sound right and and so I assume Stephen said no. I, that's no. Okay. <laughs> well, that that is what the interaction was. No, I I, I believe you. I'm just. Uh... But they go back to find her partner. Right. Well, I which I might do be also... what Stephen was uh-huh. upset about. That might be what Stephen was upset about. It's like I I told you never go back to the place where you were you were last seen or whatever. No, a master of spook is um before that because it, it's apparently it's even before the guy gets the driver gets actually shot to to death. Oh. Um because af- my note after that is oh they blasted him for good and then Steven throws his body out onto the hood of the bad guys this poor truck driver. <laughs> yeah. Um there's also during that uh scene um th- there's a point where the brakes stop working in the truck. <laughs> And so um, uh, Amanda apparently uh, jumps out of the car, and they mm-hmm. don't show Stephen jump out. And I just uh, yes, I wonder why that is. Yeah, it's a very good question <laughs> why they didn't show Stephen do this very athletic thing. Yeah, but it also creates this like wild moment where um, they they have somehow. Well, first off, they like drop the back of the dump truck, so like the actual dumpster is sitting in the middle of the road and their pursuers drive straight into it and then like steven does a loop to where he like comes back around and then hits their car again Mm -hmm. and is pushing their car forward in the truck and then all of a sudden the brakes are out yeah uh (laughs) you know steven stomped on him too hard (laughs) uh and they happen to be heading straight for a stopped truck that just has flammable on it in big letters. Yeah. And it's just some fucking Looney Tunes bullshit. It really is. They're driving right at the flammable truck. Steven tells Agent Amanda Stewart to jump out. She does. And then we see the truck drive the car straight into the flammable truck, and there's a big explosion. And, the, the of course, the question's like, wow, did Steven get out in time? And you just hear his voice and he's just like i don't remember what he said stupid bullshit and and he's just standing there yeah he's just standing in the street completely fine totally his hair yeah nice and tidy you can't uh uh, you you can't you can't fault steven seagal in these movies 
not he yeah which i know again we're like the most repetitive show on earth yeah um as we were called by the new york times Mm -hmm. um in their remarkable review of all of our episodes so far yeah it was a glowing review interestingly (laughs) enough for considering the harshness of the quote but yeah yeah Yeah. It, it was good it uh yeah, they called us the best podcast ever recorded. So the best podcast ever recorded. Uh, the repetition was soothing. Mm-hmm. It, uh, pe- they say people need a routine. Yeah, they said it was like waves crashing on the shore. Mm-hmm. Just uh, like the waves on the shore doing the crashing. Um, man, I, I don't know. What was, I don't remember what I was going to say. Well, they they go. You've really done me in. They go back. They go. No, they, they no, go back to on. find her partner. Wait, well, okay. no, please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, talking about how repetitive we are, I was gonna be pretty repetitive. Right. That um, the like, the biggest crime. Well, no, obviously that's not true. <laughs> um, uh, one of the biggest uh, M- movie crimes. Movie crimes. <laughs> Steven does is um, the like refusal to ever get the lower hand, like. Yeah. Ever. ever to never once just have odds like stacked against him mm-hmm. anyway yeah what were you gonna say friend well they go, they go back to get her partner and and i i like this scene a lot um i i like this scene where they go back to find her part because there's also crooked cops in this movie we haven't even talked about the crooked <laughs> yeah. cops there are crooked cops there are in crooked this movie. cops not not just crooked cops crooked, crooked. cia crooked cia agents yeah surprise surprise you put so, yeah, that on they the go back, card. Well, i do want to say they go back to uh the warehouse where agent amanda stewart and her partner have been like working from mm-hmm. and it is just a warehouse full of mannequins oh yeah i love that and it is creepy yeah no it's very very strange i have no idea why they decided it makes that. it look like they're like serial killers yeah no it's very very bizarre and so yeah, they go so back there, and the crooked cops are there. There is there is one pretty good quote there as Stephen and uh, Amanda Stewart are, are walking into the warehouse, where Stephen says, uh, if this don't work out, we're going to have to shoot our way out of this. And she just says, fuck! <laughs> and it's, it's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so they go up there, and they find the partner, and she's like looking for clues, and Stephen's like, I'm serious, we don't got time, we got to get out of here. And uh, she won't leave until she finds the clues. Yeah, well. And then uh, the CIA agents show up, and they all... So it's just one CIA agent. Yes. and and it's Steve, her handler. Her handler, and and then Amanda her, and Steven, I don't know how it works. Her yeah, boss. Her boss. And so they're all they're all pointing guns at each other, and they're, they're like, whoa, aren't we all on the same team? And, and all this good stuff. And then... Um, I forget exactly what's said, but it starts to turn. Steven, Steven's starting to realize that something's not right here. Uh-huh. And uh, I love this because this, I don't know if this was written into the script or if this was Steven just going off the fucking rails. Um, Cause that's what I suspect happened because Steven says, and I wrote it down. Uh, who is this guy down here? Is he one of yours? Yeah. <laughs> and they don't show anything anybody they they don't show eventually more people do show up but they don't show anybody that steven's talking about at this point so i believe that steven just made this up right in the middle of the scene 
So, I, I, I completely, I'm 100% on board. There is a part that we skipped over where some bad dudes, and I, I don't know who, who they were working with, but <laughs> yeah. some bad dudes show up and kill her partner. Right, and yeah, yeah, this is early in the movie, yeah. I don't remember the scene well enough to know if he, like, maybe gets one of them before they get him. And maybe there's, like, one of their dudes dead on the floor. Yeah. But again, I mean, yeah, obviously the movie doesn't show us, so it definitely implies that they, like, didn't bother to get coverage to explain this weird moment. Yeah. Um, And and credit to the dude on screen, because the CIA guy looks confused um <laughs> because he just starts talking about something else entirely and and steven steven seagal famously will not do more than one take um so i i actually is that true yeah or he famously won't rehearse or wow. do multiple takes i mean he famously hates to make movies he famously hates movies they, I, I forget uh who the guy is but i i watched some uh, uh, some guy, you know, somebody that worked with Steven on a movie, I think it was on submerged, um, or, or one of the movies that was on a boat. No, it was, uh, which is the, which is the, the under siege, not under siege. It was one of the earlier ones. That's, that's on a boat, uh, um, un- under siege. Isn't there one where he's in prison on a boat? Submerged. Maybe submerged. I don't remember, but it's, it's some funny story where like S- Steven, uh, is supposed to like walk out of one of the doors on the set but he, oh, yeah. he 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 just walks straight out of a door that leads no, directly into the ocean. That was exit wounds. That was exit wounds. That was Tom Arnold giving that. Yeah, that, Tom Arnold giving that. Story. Yeah, it's the Tom, Tom Arnold story. And in that story, he says that they wanted to rehearse the scene, and Stephen refused to rehearse the scene. So, um, well, no, I mean, I I believe it. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, there's something that we have to discuss. Let's do it. We're about. It's about to get serious. Yeah, brother, I got a piece so bad. Oh man, brother! I don't know what happened, but I got a pee so bad. <laughs> it was the it was the boar, man. I have had like half that beer. I just I got a pee so bad. Yeah, yeah. We can take a uh, a, a quick pause. I'm just gonna let it run. Yeah, I, I will so, as uh, well. Just keep yeah. them entertained. Yeah, of course. Do some of your tight five. Yeah, of course. Wee. Wow, wow, wow. I don't remember last time I had to pee that bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're ready <sighs> How are for... you keeping them entertained? Uh, we sat in complete silence, but we were meditating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Whew, I feel like a new man. I'm happy for you, man. Holy shit. I wonder if our uh, listeners could hear me. Uh, could tell listeners because we're going to leave it all in uh, <laughs> go back or no don't go back because that's cheating Yeah. but um, if you could hear at what point I stood up and just started dancing around a little bit because <laughs> I had to be so bad <laughs> um, let us know 
send the specific time code to Stephen Destroy Podcast at gmail.com or Steven Seagal Podcast at gmail.com. Or leave a five star review with the timestamp. That that will work better. And uh we'll enter you in a raffle. Yeah. What's the raffle for? Who knows? It's part of the fun, <laughs> but we'll enter you in it. Yeah. For a chance um, for a chance for you to take a piss break during the middle of the yeah. Steven Seagal episode. Steven Destroy yeah. episode. Um you get to come on air, announce that you're about to go to the bathroom. <laughs> you can come, you can piss on air. <laughs> yeah. You can record yourself taking a leak and we'll put it in the show. Yep. That's our promise to you. And we aren't going to say when it's going to happen either. Yep. Uh, so the listeners are just going to have to. Yeah. This might end up happening on like the last episode of the show. It's uh, going to be the the final moments of our last episode. It's, it's going to take us out for good. Yeah. Because it will literally be months before this episode ever airs. That's absolutely true. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In like six months, I'm going to get an email. It's just like, you pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you you pissed at 50 minutes, 20 seconds. I'm going to be like, uh. Yeah. Um, so. Do you think if you went to sleep listening to something, and then whatever you were listening to started playing the sounds of somebody urinating, it would make you pee yourself? Um probably not okay yeah i have so you uh, just have like I have a strong a, bladder i have a remarkable control over my bladder is that true no i piss myself on a regular basis well i know that's not true that's true um i was i was a little concerned there for a minute i at first i thought i could hold out yeah um it became very clear very quickly i could not but um i i it got it got rough if i had <laughs> tried to hold on like a minute more we this would have taken this would be a wildly different episode yeah steven destroy would have gone down a whole other whole other road yeah we would have found our um calling in like auditory fetish porn <laughs> hey man whatever it takes to get those patreon subscribers going yeah do you think Marce- <laughs> do you think marcelo would mind if like uh what we did was maybe you know the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes we're talking about Steven Seagal, but just like the rest of it, the little middle hour is just um, auditory piss play. <laughs> I mean, not a little POI. <laughs> there would be almost nobody who would know. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> maybe do you, maybe we should do a test. Yeah. All right. Let's put our listeners to the test. I'll piss right on my microphone. Yeah. Um. All right. So Black Dawn. Black Dawn. Yeah. Okay. Um, where where were we in this film? We were uh we were at the... I tuned out a long time ago. I was so focused on how bad I had to go. Well, I think we were talking about we just finished up how Steven doesn't rehearse and Steven mm-hmm. doesn't do multiple takes and thereby mm-hmm. he might have just made this whole thing up about this guy on the ground during this during this uh warehouse scene. Yeah, and then this is where you get the fight where I I really believe they like green screened in Steven Seagal. Yeah. But this is some of the worst. Um, and it's not even so much like the stunt double necessarily mm-hmm. is so bad, but it's like so poorly edited around trying to hide the stunt double. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty wacky. Yeah. Um, and then when Steven leaves this fight, 
like it's a gunfight. Like there's 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 punching and there's shooting and uh, all sorts of all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And Steven's leaving, and this random dude in like a construction hat just runs up to the building. And is just like, "Are you okay?" To Steven. And Steven's like, no, but there's some people in trouble up there. And this random dude just runs in. Yeah. Everyday heroes, man. Yeah, well, Steven's sending this man to his death. That's also true. Steven's an everyday villain. Yeah, well. Um, and then, you know, Steven, he goes to see his nerd friend, Billy. Right. And then um, the only thing in this movie that I like where it really lost me is when they're all in the hotel. <laughs> Right. I I I wasn't sure why the hotel stuff was happening. Yeah. Um, oh, you... <laughs> okay. Yeah. The hotel stuff. Yeah, well there's a shoot up in a, ho- a shoot 'em up in the hotel. Yeah. Um they uh <laughs> you know, I mean like we're at the end of the movie. <laughs> we really are. You know, and 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 standard seagal fashion it's kind of just like oh well it's it's the end of the movie yeah um because amanda amanda stewart this has been this because there's been a whole thing with this with this scientist dude mm-hmm. who's been making the bomb a little mousy guy a little mousy guy yeah there's like a like a puppet he reminds me of i think you know uh, like a puppet or something i'll take your word for it man you know what he reminds me of what's that he reminds me of Mac from Mac and Me. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Take your word well, for it. Well, look up Mac from Mac and Me. Sorry, I I, uh, I don't look things up. Um, Please. Oh, here's one of my favorite parts. Of, Please. Here's one of my favorite parts of Black Dawn. Is, um, so, CIA lady. Agent uh, Amanda Stewart. Agent Amanda Stewart. Goes and finds Mousy Guy. Mm-hmm. And they have a little shoot 'em up um, that I didn't fully understand because mm-hmm. I guess she must have, like, taken his gun from him in the second no, half it, it... of the fight <laughs> because <laughs> she he tries to shoot her and there are no bullets in the gun and then she shoots him. And there were two guns in the room, but anyway, it's it's a big confusing mess. Yeah, I don't. I can't pay that much attention. <laughs> um, but uh, she gets she gets the stuff. She gets the goods. She gets the bomb, and uh, or the plutonium anyway. And so then the bad guys are coming. She knows that they're coming, and she uses a, a key that she has to one of the rooms that I guess just worked to some random fucking room on the floor. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes into this room. Uh, or two people are uh, fucking, of course. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Uh, <laughs> At least one of them's not Steve. At least one of them's not Steve. Um, and uh, so she's just hanging out in this room where these people are fucking. And she, yeah, well, she does not announce herself. She does not be like, <laughs> like oh, hey. Uh, uh, oh, hello. Hello. Uh, they just keep on fucking <laughs> until they eventually find out that she's in there and then they like throw a lamp at her which alerts the <laughs> bad guys um it's a it's a whole mess the hotel stuff's a mess mm-hmm. um but yeah they throw a lamp at her and she she evades but they the bad guys hear what's going on in the room and they break down the door and 
capture her and get the plutonium, man. Yeah. Uh, and they, they plant the bomb in like an office building because yeah. uh, there's a, uh, as Steven calls it, a helo pad on the roof. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, the, the government, the CIA agent, her like handler is, of course, a bad guy. And uh, they're going to escape in the, on the helo pad in a helicopter once they de- or set off once they um arm the bomb be- before it blows up so they can escape um here's a question for you at what point did you realize that that guy was going to be crooked um pretty early yeah like really okay. early yeah yeah but almost the first time they showed him yeah because like they mentioned jonathan cold's name and he seems apprehensive about it. And as soon as you're apprehensive about Steven, it's it's game over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you either immediately love him or you're evil. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty much day one with him. Yeah. Um, but so they they get to the the roof. Um, there's again these Chechen rebels from the beginning that we never really brought up <laughs> since. Yeah. Um, but they're not like really all that relevant. Yeah, um, they steal some diamonds. Mm-hmm, they do steal some diamonds, which they use to pay for the plutonium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah. after they set off their nuke, uh, diamonds are going to be the main source of currency in <laughs> yeah, the, in the new little... <laughs> in the new global economy. Yeah, it kind of lost me there a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, there's, whatever a, there's, there's enough diamonds for that. Yeah, this adds up. Yeah. Um, I liked that part a lot. Um, and so, yeah, this they, is when Steven and his team show up too, by the way. Yeah. And they get to the roof. Um, the CIA agent guy kills the Chechen rebels and then Steven and agent Amanda Stewart show up and there's like a really boring standoff. Um, CIA agent gets shot, but the one of the Chechnya rebels is still alive and he arms the bomb. Yep. And then it's like, well, what are we, what are we going to do about the bomb? I thought we were going to go ticker mode. I also thought we were going to go ticker mode. I was like, what, what movie is this? Yeah. I'm watching ticker by mistake. Turns out it was dark Knight rises. Yes. Yeah, actually I thought that too. (laughs) Um, But the thing that really stands out to me here is uh, the Bob's, arm they've got five minutes steven and agent amanda stewart get the bomb and then just get in the fucking elevator yeah (laughs) to take the elevator up to to the helo pad yeah like you take the you take the damn stairs well to be fair i know no no, to be fair you take the damn stairs when you got it when you have a nuclear bomb well it was gonna i think notably tiny a very tiny nuclear bomb but i think it was gonna get them up there a lot quicker the elevator i think that there were like 17 floors Mm. or something like i feel like we got into the double digits of the floors you take the stairs i don't know you don't just i think the elevator was the better call here imo if this was a movie that even like tried anything they would have had a scene of steven and amanda seward in the elevator with elevator music playing that would have been um, so good it would have been good it would have been classic they'd be standing there and you know and maybe he'd be like uh so uh you want to get dinner after this that would have been that would have been fun that would have been fun yeah that would have been fun um but then they get on in the helicopter and there's a really stupid (laughs) 
exchange where she's like, no, I'm coming. And Steven says, no, you're not. And she says, yes, I am. And he says, no, you're not. And she says, yes, I am. And he's like, okay. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's pointless. They get in the chopper. And then it's like some of the worst green screen I have seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, they drop this nuclear bomb well okay so the full exchange is he's like how deep do you think the water is here and she says a thousand feet just off off the top of her head i think it's i think it's a thousand feet um and they are just like off the coast of los angeles just i don't know yeah and i mean i don't know if that's a good estimate or not i have no idea i don't know anything about um the ocean yeah but they are just off the coast and Steven's plan is to just drop this nuclear bomb into the Pacific ocean and let it go off. Yeah. And, um, Steven's exact words are open the door and throw that bitch out. It's great. It's, it's, um, it's one of my favorite Seagal lines in a while, actually open the door and throw that bitch out. I I like that a lot. Well, then they're like, uh, they fly the helicopter away and this fucking shot you get, of the helicopter flying over this like cartoon ocean horror oh, the, yeah. ocean, the looks, ocean is it, awful they didn't even like try and animate it to look like it's moving like it's just like a completely solid unmoving mass of blue it looks awful it's terrible it's terrible bomb goes off um and then we get the ending of this movie yeah, uh, which is easily the worst part. It's very bad. It's very unpleasant in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it also just I think very. I'll be the first to admit when I am wrong, and I this very definitively proves me wrong uh, when I insisted that Stephen would never confirmed have sex. Yeah, I. I do not think that I can talk away around this to that, that Steven and this woman did not have sex. They have a um, nightmarish conversation to watch it's about awesome. how they just spent three days <laughs> having constant sex. Just fucking. Um, and it's, it's all, it sucks. I mean, it's off. It sucks too. Cause like, it's just, it's, it's, it's too bad. I mean, it sucks in every way. Yeah. Like, the fact that it's Steven Seagal and just the inherent unpleasantness of that isn't even like what makes it so bad. Yeah. It's horribly written. I, I I believe it was probably mostly improvised. Um, Knowing our boy well, Steven, yeah. Yeah, well, it's not even like necessarily improvised because um, I, I did write down some of their like full on dialogue. Um, and it doesn't even add up. I mean, this whole thing, they're at a nice dinner and Steven says some just weird shit that ends with like, I'm really proud of you. You did a really good job. You've been a good student and a good friend. And then she's like, oh, a friend. Hmm. You know, that's not really what you normally say when somebody's slept together. And uh, that alone is tough. Yeah. And and even before we get into the really gross uh, things that they say after that, I do want to say this is something that I've been noticing about Steven more and more lately, especially thinking about that, uh, that Tom Arnold story about him never rehearsing. Uh Um, because Steven delivers so many of his lines, like he was making them up 
And yes. and this scene is another one of my favorites um, because, you know, I don't fucking write movies, <laughs> but, um, you know, I feel like the the written line probably wasn't, uh, I just wanted to kind of uh, congratulate you on a job well done. I uh, I just can't imagine that the, no, the phrase, yeah. I just wanted to kind of uh, congratulate you on a job well done. I can't imagine that's how that was written. Well, no, I mean, like, the well, let me get into it, because there's a, a, another thing when it gets really unpleasant that was confusing. Yeah. Which is, Steven's like, oh, well, well what are you talking about? What do you want me to say? <laughs> Lover, concubine, wizard of the three night stand. And then she says, master of the three night yes, stand. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She's like, oh, master of the three night stand. That's really classy. When that's just blatantly not what he said. Yep. Which, I mean, like, I, I, I think the the head canon I've created is that the written line was master of the three night stand. Yep. And then Steven fucked it up and said wizard. Because <laughs> Steven was thinking about wizards. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Steve was sitting there on set, not thinking about the line, just thinking about how cool wizards are. And he said, Wizard of the Three Night Stand. And then um, she was like, probably, she probably just either, who knows? I mean, she may have said wizard. She may have said master. She may have been willing to do another take and say the line correctly, and Stephen refused. Who knows? But it it's a very good example of that, where there's like clearly some disconnect between what was supposed to happen and what Steven let happen. Yep. Um, but it's very unpleasant. The entire, everything about it, yeah. both because it's just poorly acted and it doesn't make sense. And also, of course, it's Steven. Yeah. And like my, my note for this scene was just in all caps, stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, <laughs> mine, mine is a very extended, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. So um you know it is what and it is i i do have a note though i will say yeah and, and i will read my note exactly thank god for the objectively insane choice to have that weird ass conversation because a normal movie no matter how bad it is but like a normal movie would have just shown them having sex or at the very least like lying in bed yep Instead of them having like a dinner where the Stevens casually just like, oh yeah, we'll remember when we fucked. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I will always rather have the weird conversation. Yep. So I'm thankful for it, but it's like objectively a wild choice. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Insane. And then like that, that's it. The movie's over. She uh, talks to the CIA and says that. Steven took the uh, nuke. I mean, it really is the <laughs> Dark Knight Rises. She says Steven took the nuke um, over the ocean himself, and that was the last she saw of him. Um, and then that's uh, that's it. It ends. Yeah. Cut, uh, cut to credits. Applause, cheering. That's Black Dawn. That's Black Dawn. And uh, that's the end of the year 2005 for Steven. Um Dylan Jones. That's me. Let's rank. Uh, let's rank 2005. Let's do it. Let's rank 2005. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say four movies for you. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Into the Sun. 
Mm. Submerged. Today you die. Black Dawn. And and part of what makes 2005 noteworthy is it's Steven's most prolific prolific year yet. Yeah. This it's is... the first time he's done four movies in a year. Um So yeah, this is um this is a pretty interesting one here. Into the Sun, mm-hmm. Submerged, Today You Die, Black Dawn. And part of what makes it interesting, at least to me, is I feel like Into the Sun, Submerged, and Black Dawn aren't that bad. Yeah, they are three of his better ones. Yeah, for the direct-to-DVD output, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think they definitely are. I think he's hitting his stride a little bit. Kind of figuring out what works. I, I think I would uh, I would agree. Relatively. Yeah. I would agree. I think that this is, uh, you know, you could think of 2005 as a as a second uh, a second golden age. Um, mm. I would not think of 2005 <laughs> as that, but um, 2005 definitely um, could be worse. It could be 2003. 2003 <laughs> was fucking terrible. 2003 was, 2003 was the foreigner out for a kill in Belly of the Beast. Which, uh, having seen Belly of the Beast twice now, I can tell you that <laughs> that movie fucking sucks, dude. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'll give you, I'll give you my ranking first. Uh, I'm going to go with from, from four to, to one here. Uh, today you die the worst one. Yep. Agreed. Um, then into the sun, then black dawn and then submerged. Definitely the masterpiece of 2005 for me. Interesting. I am gonna go into the sun. You know what? Sure, let's do it. I'm taking the same as you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna copy you. I think we did earlier in this very episode say that Black Dawn was like the best one we've seen in a while. But of course that does not necessarily equate to the one that like is most fondly remembered. Yeah. And uh, Submerged was pretty wild. Kind of Seagal light you know not like yeah not like fucking like an executive decision Seagal light but for still kind of Seagal light um you don't see him for like the first 15 minutes that's always nice yeah it's a nice break <laughs> yeah whatever it tricks you into think it's forgetting that you're watching a Steven Seagal movie yeah and uh let's do some trivia might as well we already read the, like the only interesting piece of trivia, so we'll just be adding our own. Um, last week's trivia for today you die, I think, got approved on air. I believe but, it did. Uh, it's yeah. still up there. Yeah. And that trivia is uh, one of the ones that I got to take like a <laughs> like a little deep breath before uh, digging into because it really is just something they let us put on there. <sighs> Steven Seagal desperately wanted a cheeseburger from craft services, asking all his coworkers, I can has cheeseburger? This became such a repeated phrase around set, it spread to the internet and created the famous cat wanting cheeseburger meme. Yeah. And they, they just let you do it. They just put that on there. <laughs> they just let you do it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm very interested about what the reaction to the IMDb trivia bit will be. Mm-hmm. Um, not even so much among among listeners. Yeah, more so, more so, just like the people who come on the show. Yeah, that, uh, who who aren't quite ready for it. 
who aren't quite ready for it are going to be like, um, you, you do what? Yeah, because this won't mean anything really to the listeners, I guess, us saying this. But like, we know when we have uh, noted returning guest Nolan Hill on the program that he's not going to think twice about the IMDb trivia bit. Yeah. We, we know we don't have to explain it. We're just like, hey, Nolan, we put a bunch of bullshit on the IMDb page for every movie that we watch. And he's like, okay, sick. There's no, there's no worry there. But yep. as we continue to have more guests, that is true. And something I've never thought of is, <laughs> is somebody going to be like, you, you do what? Yeah. Like, why? People, people like to go to the IMDb trivia to learn more about the movies they're watching. I'm like, well, they should know. Yeah. That's on them if they like to do that. Yeah. Um, which is all to say that we're we're gearing up to have some real guests. Um, yeah, we're gonna have one we, next week, allegedly. Allegedly, we are going to be spending the entire Steven Seagal year of two thousand six uh, with company. Incredible we're company, Dylan. Yeah, we're having friends over, man. It's Thanksgiving. We're having friends over. It's it is it's tis tis the season now for listeners. You know. It's going to be like June. Maybe it's close to the 4th of July and you have company then. Yeah. There's always a you good know? reason to have company, man. There's always a good reason to have company. Um, and for us, we're having company for us. It's Steven Seagal's uh, output in the year of 2006, mm-hmm. which is, you know, we could, we could probably spin it. We're getting really close to that halfway point. We're going to hit that at the end of 2006 and um, we're going to ring it in with some, some fun guests, some surprising ones. You know, you never know uh, who might make an appearance. Yeah. Cough. Mark Marin. cough. Yeah. But you didn't hear it from me. I'm just saying, um, when Mark Marin gets on the show, don't be surprised. No, don't be surprised. Um, what are, oh, yeah, trivia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's part, that's part which, of our program. That's part of our program. Um, and we also... <laughs> We do also always read last week's trivia as well. So they're going to get a fun little d- double dose. Man, we're going to have to like ask these people, like, what <laughs> what trivia do you want to add? <laughs> ah, man. We really did just create a little hell for ourselves. This is the only part that makes it worth it. It's, it's, it, oh, yeah. It's, it's the trivia. It's the trivia. It's, it's the, it's the sentencing. It's the insanity of it all that when somebody mm-hmm. else does get faced with looking at it that we have that we can just we can stand there proud and say yeah we 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 fucking did this yeah this is this is this is how we coped yeah with the coronavirus <laughs> yeah what did you do yeah. we created a uh intricate alternate history what have you done? Yeah, we've rewritten the history books of one of yeah. of one of Hollywood's most infamous stars. Yeah. Uh, what did you do? Bake some bread. Yeah. Come on. What did you do? Make some sourdough? Huh? Make some. Yeah. You know. You notice how how everyone's making sourdough? Yeah. Are you get quarantined these days. Yeah. Are you gonna cry? You know, how about how about you make some real dough? Yeah. How about this? Get a job. Stop letting your dough go bad. How about making some fresh dough? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? I don't want my dough to be sour. Yeah. I want to have a piece of bread. I want it to, I don't want to be sucking on a warhead. Yeah. I don't want to be going, mmm. 
sour. I want to go mm, savory. Yeah, that's what I'd like. You know what I'd like? I'd like to have a little a, a little bite of bread and say, you know what? If I put a little butter on this, mm, delicious. That's what I'd like. Yeah, S- sourdough. You know, sour. It's like eating a sour yeah. patch kid without the without the sweetness. Yeah, you know, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. IMDb trivia. I'm thinking, what's something interesting <laughs> that happened? at uh black dog what are some of the things that we we touched on um steven was in it steven was in it um there was stupid stupid idiot you know i also returned to stupid stupid idiot (laughs) yeah but couldn't really think of what we could possibly do with that there's also um well, you know, you know what a good uh, something is that we could maybe huh. latch on to here. What's that? It is a sequel to The Foreigner. It is. Another thing is mm-hmm. the Dark Knight Rises ending. We could uh, that's true. We could do a bit about how much Christopher Nolan loves Black Dawn. Okay. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'm I'm into it. Yeah. Um. During filming of The Dark Knight Rises, Christopher Nolan made everyone on set take home his copy of Black Dawn starring Steven Seagal so that they could get the uh, the ending scene just right. Or something like that. That's one idea. Okay. So I have director Christopher Nolan is a noted... I was going to say noted huge Black Dawn fan, but that's... Is a, a, a noted enthusiast of black dawn starring steven seagal okay so director christopher nolan is a noted enthusiast of black dawn for black dawn is a noted black dawn enthusiast there, you go. there we go there it is um <laughs> comma direct all right <laughs> comma good audio yeah people love this no there's nothing better than us brainstorming the the imdb trivia part director christopher nolan is a noted black dot enthusiast um and has made cast and crew watch the film as preparation for um dark knight rises and what else Oh, and what else for Dark Knight yeah, Rises? Do another one. <laughs> oh, are you scrapping the whole thing? Oh, oh, you, oh, you mean add another movie? Uh, what are you talking about? Oh you, oh, you said let's do another one. I thought you meant like, oh, we're just getting rid of this. Um, oh no, yeah, another movie. Uh, if As for, preparation for his movies, The Dark Knight Rises, and and um, what's the what's the one with David Bowie with the magic? The Prestige. The Prestige, yeah. Okay, sure. I just thought I thought it had to be one that would be particularly goofy and have com- no. That's have, a good have absolutely nothing to do with this. That's a good one. I was thinking um, Insomnia. Insomnia is another good one too. Uh, but no, I like the Prestige yeah, a lot. The Prestige is good. I feel like more people have seen the Prestige, so it's uh, it makes yeah. for better trivia. All right, let's submit these updates. <laughs> okay. And then um, I think all that's left to do. Sentencing. Sentencing. Boom, boom. Oh, oh. Um, Black Dawn. 
I'm going to give a little context. Or should I do that after? You know what? I say give us a little context right now. Okay. Uh, the Foreigner, we gave 50 years each. A rare sentencing that we agreed on. Yep. And didn't I give Normally, uh, Today You Die last week uh, 666 years? Yes, you did. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm feeling like... The, the, I'm feeling like I gotta definitely give it less than The Foreigner. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's so... like, I, I, Part of why I wanted to say that is because it's definitely gonna impact my ranking or sentencing yeah and um i don't you don't really look at the sentencings ever i believe right correct yeah always off the cuff always off the dome yeah so i felt like it'd be fair i wanted to be an even playing field there yeah to be Um, fair i was i was never gonna go anywhere near 50 with this one that high or that low i was not gonna go that high yeah i i I feel like i'm gonna get pretty close i think i mean it's (laughs) still not good (laughs) yeah and i am like kind of sick of steven seagal really yeah i'm kind of sick of him so i'm gonna say 45 years just under just under gonna give it the due respect it deserves of being better than the foreigner (laughs) but it's still not good and it is unfortunately steven seagal yeah he is in it he he really is wow like a lot of it he really is isn't he yeah yikes so i am i've been thinking about this i think that my sentencing uh for black dawn for mr seagal is going to be uh an even 20 years uh, wow! Certainly not a good film, but um, I think that Stephen finished out uh, one of his strongest years. You know, it's relative, of course. I think uh, 2005 one of Stephen's stronger years, and uh, technically one of his stronger efforts uh, since he was left to his own devices. So, um, 20 years for me. All right, so that's going to take Stephen's total sentence including the life sentence he already deserves to two consecutive life sentences and 2654 years there it is there it is uh we got a motherfucker count this week uh you know jonathan cold's not really that type of guy yeah all right well i'll put that down (laughs) yeah thank you jonathan i'm gonna say uh johnny ain't that dude it's true okay well Next week, we're talking Mercenary for Justice, um, which was directed by the dude who did Today You Die. Not great. <laughs> not um, def- Definitely not making me super hyped for it. But we are looking at having some guests on, which will be fun. Very excited um, for that. Some, some new perspectives. Maybe, you know, some new games. Maybe, maybe, maybe some new bits. You know, you never maybe, know, man. Maybe it'll be a bit or two. You know, you get you get a new um, guy in the room, you get a new person in here. You never know. Some new you bits never know. might emerge. Maybe somebody who is on the show and has never heard the show will very quickly decide they do not want to be here. That could be fun. Yeah, um, they'll have no choice. 
they'll have no choice. Uh, I've been really waiting for us to have a really contentious episode <laughs> where it's clear someone really doesn't want to be on the show. What was uh, you're saying that um, Scott Ackerman was doing when he had Mark Maron on? He was being just really mean to Mark Maron. Oh, um, you have to ask my younger brother about that. I'm uh, I'm actually oh. a little out of the loop. Yeah, that's actually not. Uh, that's I not. That was you. No, that, yeah, that's uh, that's my younger brother. Maybe we'll have him on Steven Destroy. Oh yeah. <laughs> We have a yeah, very limited like, pool to, to to go from here. We got to turn to friends and family. There's yeah, nobody else well, will come we're gonna on. Do, we're going to have our moms on. We've already addressed yeah, that. Yeah, our mother's our Mother's Day special. Yeah, Mother's Day special. Um, you want to you want to bring it on home? I mean, I guess we could say how we're feeling at this point. Though it feels like a waste because we're going to say the same thing every week, which is like feeling good now because this is the farthest we I will ever be from having to do another episode of this show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is, um, this is the best that it gets all throughout the week is immediately after it's over. It gets. Yeah. Uh, Cause then the rest of it is just a, a long careening drive toward doing the podcast. Yep. And thank you for listening. Yeah. And we love you for that. So James, yeah, I, I have a question. Be... I have a question. Oh yeah. Okay. It's not, uh, and it's not the, how, how are we, how are we feeling question. It's a little different. I'm, okay. I'm looking at 2006 here. I'm, look, yeah. I'm looking at Steve's next three movies, uh-huh. and I want you to rank them in order of how excited you are for them based off of the name of Steven's character in them. Okay. So they are as follows. John Seeger, Jack... John... Yeah, John Seeger. Okay. Uh, Jack Foster... Mm, I thought you were going to say Jack Frost. Yeah, kind of disappointing. Disappointed. And commander marshall lawson okay absolutely through the roof about commander marshall lawson <laughs> yeah the the na- please tell the me the name wait. lawson <laughs> please tell me that is from the film called attack force you are 100 percent correct all right i am hype for attack force <laughs> <laughs> yeah attack force gonna whip we hope um and then what was it well i feel like have you just <laughs> I think that you've just read me them in order, I believe. But um, I'm going to say reverse order from what you told me. So the, the second hypest would be Jack Frost. Yeah, Jack Foster. Jack Foster. Which I, I agree. It's a much more powerful is. name than John Seeger. Yeah. John Seeger sounds like he's going to sing us some folk tunes. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, the soft rock. He's the long, long lost brother of Pete Seeger. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to do it. Next week, we'll tune in. <laughs> we'll be here next week, guys. <laughs> we, we, um, we will. Yeah, we'll be here next week. We'll see ya. Yeah. Relax. Um, Patreon.com slash TalkFilmSociety. Uh, Destroy Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Steven Destroy as a podcast, places where you get and then rate and review podcasts. Um. You know, you know how it goes. We got a Twitter. A Twitter. Yeah. We got a Twitter. Steven Destroy. Um, add us. You know, d- add us. DM us. DM us. The DMs are open. I specifically set it up so we can get DMs from anyone. Mm-hmm. DMs are open. Yeah, slide right in. Lines are open. Slide in there. You'll stick um, the landing most likely. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. Send us. Send us emails. Um thanks for listening sincerely
You want to you want to bring it on home? Our wonderful artwork. Yeah. From the as we always say, the the most professional part of this show is our artwork. Un, uh, absolutely, uh, unbelievable work. We're so thankful to Michelle for that. Uh, you can check out her her stuff at uh, her show Art Explained on YouTube on the uh, the the channel Downhill Media. They're very nice people. We're thankful to have them around. And uh, tell them Stephen Destroy sent you. Yeah, they'll know what so that, that means. One, that one extra view that they get from from our listener will uh she'll be like i'm really glad i took the time out of my life to make the art for that podcast now it's all come it's all it's all come around yeah um hey you want to bring us on home hey you know what fellas friends foes i know you're all listening yeah, all our listeners are foes yeah, inherently. Yeah. For, well, and I can't even say they make us do this because we'd be doing it whether they were there or not. So, well, we know we know that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Um, hey, thanks. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? Starting to get scared. Starting to get scared. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. <laughs>